What's going on, America? And welcome to a Friday edition of the Dear America podcast. I hope you guys are doing okay. I know that the episode for Wednesday was super short and it was also super somber. And, you know, I apologize about that, but I really found it important to respond in real time right when President Biden. Uh, gave his address to the nation in regards to the Uvalde, um, Texas uh, massacre. Massacre. It, it it still is hard to put it into the right context, and <laughs> I definitely got in trouble on the internet um, because I found myself angry, you know. And and oftentimes I I do this show a lot because. I've created this persona that I don't care about anything. I, I don't care what people think about me about anything and all the stuff might be going on, but my God, I'm going to uh, rise above it and I'm going to tell the truth and I'm going to speak the facts as they need to be, whether people like it or not. But I just found myself just angry the other day. Just angry. And um, anyway, we're, we're going to talk about some of those things. I wish that this episode was not going to be political in regards to what happened in Texas. But unfortunately, because of the far left, soulless extremist people, it leaves us with really no choice. Um, I had a lot of conversations today with a lot of people, and everybody keeps asking me the same question Graham, what's going to happen? Graham, what's going to happen? You think they're going to try to come after our guns? And the truth is, I, I don't. I think, I think, I think you're stupid if you don't think that they will. Um, can they actually pull it off? I don't know. What happens if they do? <laughs> Again, I don't know. I, um, I was, I was talking to somebody. I said the only thing that I do know is this: if that. If there ever becomes a world, and we'll get into to, to the specific things I want to talk about here in a second, and, and let me know what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com, D-E-A-R AmericaMedia.com. Here's what I know. There's over 100 million registered gun owners in America, 100 million registered ones, okay? I think it's very safe to say that you can go ahead and bump that up to 150 possibly even 170 of non-registered gun owners in America. Um, that's well, that's right around half, half the country, half the country has guns, half the country has multiple guns. So what are the realities of fact? The realities of fact are, I don't think that even if Congress did try to repeal the second amendment or force us to give over our guns, I don't see it happening. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because so many people have asked me, they're like, well, what if the police decide to do it? What if, what, what if the military decides to do it? We still outnumber all of them a hundred to one, probably more than that. It's probably like a thousand one. And here's also what I know is that if that gets enacted, the police swore an oath to uphold and defend the constitution of the United States, the military swore to uphold the same thing. And so I think that if they did go that route, I think they would lose half the police force. I think they would lose half the military. I think they'd lose half the FBI, half the CIA, half 
Border Patrol, have uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security. I think that they, you know, <laughs> I think they do not know what they ask. And Joe Rogan said it best in an interview he did or a podcast episode he did a long time ago. He said, you know, these people that want this or claim that they want it have no real understanding of what they're actually asking for. Because right now, all that's going on as far as talks of taking guns away and things like this is um, just a lot of people talking, a lot of people talking, talk, 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 talk. And it is a completely different story if we ever got to a point where people showed up at our doorsteps demanding that we hand over our guns. And Joe Rogan said it best. It's like, you don't know what you're asking for. The people that just want to be left alone will then be forced to get involved. And those are the people that you should be most afraid of. And that these people truly just do not know what they are asking. Anyway, all right, we're going to get into some conversations here. I got one kind of funny one to kind of lighten the mood a little bit, but then it's going to get real serious on this episode, guys. But these conversations need to be had. I wish they weren't having to be had so quickly, but the attacks from the left and the radicalized agendas to take away freedoms of Americans mourn for no one. They are literally stepping over the bodies of murdered children to push their political extremes, and we have to fight back against it. So before we get into all of that madness, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, look, I'm going to keep it short. Good ranchers, I need every single one of you to listen to the words I'm saying right now. I need you to go support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to support the company that supported Dear America when we almost had to shut down. Now the radical left and every single thing that you can imagine is coming against these guys simply for supporting free speech. I need you to take it into your own hands and get off your proverbial butt and do something for fighting for the companies that are trying to do the right thing. Listen here, Good Ranchers is amazing. And I told him, you got to give me something for the people. You got to give me something. So if you go for a limited time, if you go to goodranchers.com slash gram, they're giving away with your order, two pounds of their American, American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G R A H A M. Listen, Again, if you don't know what Good Ranchers does, they sell 100% American meat. Stop buying from the grocery store. Stop eating China meat or Australian meat. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to get a box of American meat and get two pounds of free rag Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Listen, guys, again, Good Ranchers is the real deal. They saved this podcast when we were about to have to shut down, and now they need our help to stand with them. Meat prices are soaring, and I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription with Good Ranchers. As long as you're subscribed, your price will never change, no matter what happens in this crapshoot economy that Joe Biden has. So, Go right now to GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Use my promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Lock your subscription in forever and also get two pounds of free Wagyu beef burgers now. All right. So first and foremost, uh, this is dumb news story of the day. I told you guys I'm going to start trying to do this more often, even on the more serious episodes. Daily Wire is reporting. 
We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. I just found it kind of funny that uh, AOC, who, uh, you know, Congressman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she famously drives a Tesla. And now that Elon Musk has come out as he's going to vote Republican and he is pro-freedom of speech, AOC... Oh, and after he after he slammed on her for basically, you know, talking about him and everybody was like, why are you, you know, you're just mad that you can't date him, et cetera. Um, he said, stop trying to date me. <laughs> AOC now reportedly wants to sell her Tesla after Elon Musk teased her online. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I just thought that was funny. But but again, we got a lot more important things to uh to talk about so first of all i want to talk about barack obama's tweet the tweet heard around the world okay for those of you who have no idea what i'm talking about i'm going to read his tweet verbatim i'm not going to add anything i'm not going to take it away and then this is actually a three-parter tweet um here is what it says as we grieve the children of Uvalde today, that's how many words is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight words. So in a three, three-layered tweet, Barack Obama said eight words about the massacre of these children in Texas. As we grieve the children of Uvalde today. We should take time to recognize that two years has passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. Are you freaking kidding me? But it doesn't end there. In the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and the need for criminal justice and police reform. Inspired by these young leaders, at MBK Alliance lost a, launched a reimagining policing pledge for the mayors and cities ready to take action. If you're wondering how you can help make things a little better today, here are some ways to get involved. And then he put a link to Obama.org. Let's click on it, shall we? I'm curious. I want to see something here. So we go to Obama.org. Let's see. Anguish and action. We're reading. We're reading here. Through here, there are YouTube videos. I'm trying to see if there's one thing. Take action to get involved. It's a bunch of videos on here, a bunch of uh, articles. Let's read these articles and see what happens. It takes you straight to blacklivesmatter.com, the National Trayvon Martin Foundation. It's a it's a cookie site. It's a cookie site for traffic of fundraising for organizations. So, first of all, let's dissect the first part. This man said eight words about the children in Texas. But then he wanted to take away from the children in Texas and bring the attention to George Floyd, i.e. comparing them as one in the same or just as tragic, if not slightly less tragic than George Floyd. 
I don't want to do this. I really don't. Okay. Do I believe George Floyd deserved to die? I've already said this. I think it could have been handled differently and no. However, to put them in the same stratosphere, innocent children with George Floyd is tone deaf. It is abhorrent. It is horrible. This is George Floyd's life record. Okay. So the average age of the child, the children that were killed was between eight to 10. Okay. So from 1998 to 2007, correct me if I'm wrong, that's about nine years, right? Okay. This is, so you've got innocent children that are eight to 10 years old. And in that same time frame of living, this is George Floyd. 1998, 10 months in prison for armed robbery. 2002, eight months in prison for cocaine. 2004, 10 months in prison for cocaine. 2005, 10 months in prison for, you guessed it, cocaine. 2007, five years in armed robbery of a pregnant woman in her home. George Floyd is no hero. He never has been. I have been adamant about this for two years now. George Floyd is no hero. George Floyd is no saint. George Floyd Floyd was a lifelong thug criminal. And to compare him in the same sentence as these innocent babies that were mowed down in violence due to an evil psychopath, it is absolutely in one, uh, it's, it's beyond, it's, I don't even know what to say. It's beyond comment. But before we get into our next sponsor, I want to talk about old Beto O'Rourke for a minute, because at the end of the day, you know, never waste a good tragedy, right? Especially when you're trailing in the governor polls and uh, you need a little pick me up to help you with the poll. So This is, for full context, this is a press conference. It's got the governor, Governor Abbott, Lieutenant Governor. It's got the mayor of Uvalde. Ted Cruz is here, et cetera. And Beto O'Rourke interrupts it. Now, I apologize right away. There's going to be some language on here. Maybe Zach beeps it out. I I don't know. But, 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 But here it is. Again, this is a press conference for the loss of life, okay, of these children. Here it is. Beto O'Rourke. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. Get out of the next shooting is right now and you are doing nothing. No, you should get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to so this is totally predictable when you Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a to come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Pretty crazy stuff, man. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, I, you know, even though, though, so the person who said, uh, sit down, you're an embarrassment, that was Ted Cruz. Uh, the guy that was yelling at the end there who said, you're a sick SOB for trying to make this a political issue. Um, it basically was a political stunt. Okay, let's call it what it is. Beto O'Rourke used the murder and death of children to push his poll numbers in this governor's race against Greg Abbott. If if Beto O'Rourke had actually something he wanted to say, he should have contacted CNN and done an interview on CNN. Um, but CNN won't even have him on. 
Uh, no, what, what, what that was about was to get a jump in poll numbers. That's it. Beto O'Rourke used the brutal murder of children for a boost in poll numbers. That is, that is where we are as Americans. It, it's, 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 it's bad. It's real bad. Here is Joe Biden wasting no opportunity to uh, go after our Second Amendment rights. This was him talking about uh, yet again saying the Second Amendment is not absolute. Second Amendment is not absolute. When it was passed, you couldn't own a you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain kinds of weapons. It's just always been limitations. I've said it once and I'll say it again. The whole shall not be infringed is pretty cut and dry. I, I Again, I don't understand where we're at. And here's, here's the biggest issue that I have, okay? So actually, you know what? Let's go to a sponsor because this next part is going to take a while. Uh, let's get into a sponsor. All right, everybody. I mean, you know, the economy's in the garbage, man. It is a raining dumpster fire at this point. Thanks, Joe Biden. And let's go, Brandon. It finally happened, though. The Fed is realizing the dire straits of our economy. Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you just can't spend trillions of dollars every year. And now we got $40 billion more going to Ukraine. But I digress. You're already starting to see the ripple effects. We got no baby formula. The effects in the housing market. People's buying power has diminished. Have you considered what could happen if the stock market in our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. Text the word GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text the word GRAHAM to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold, so go now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and protect your future with gold now. Okay, 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 okay. So back to my point and my issues. As you heard on Wednesday's episode, after his address to the nation, Joe Biden says that these mass shootings don't happen in other countries, okay? What you're fixing to hear is a reporter ambushing Ted Cruz from the UK, so British reporter, saying the same thing. And I want you to listen to it in its entirety, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay, here we go. Uh, who, who are never going to get to kiss their child tonight again. Is, is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's, it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get that that's where the media likes to go. Well, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to here like to go. The proposals from Democrats and the media, inevitably, when some violent psychopath murders people. A violent psychopath who's able to get a weapon so easily. 18-year-old with two AR-15s. If you want to stop violent crime. The proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. But why does this only happen in your country? I really think that's what many people around the world just, they cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? 
you know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think I, this I, aspect, I think, I think this I, aspect you know of it. You get your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's not. I just want to understand why you do not think that guns are the problem. Why is this just an American problem? Well, it is just an American problem, sir. Mr. Cruz, why is America the only country that faces this kind of you know what? mass shooting? But you can't answer that. You can't answer that, can you, sir? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this country? Why is it that people come from all over the world to America? Because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest country so on maybe earth. The, and it may be the freest. It may be the most popular. All right, so Ted Cruz walks away there. So here's what I want to unpack. So Biden said this at the address to the nation. He said that it occurred to him there's no mass shootings in China. There's no mass shootings in, you know, uh, Korea or Russia or Australia, et cetera. And this UK reporter says that this is solely an American issue. Well, again, so let's dissect that, okay? So you're, I guess you're right uh, that there's no mass shootings in other countries, which I don't particularly believe because you hear about all this stuff all the time happening. But the biggest thing is this, okay? Other countries have no line of defense to protect themselves when their governments try to overrun, rule, and control them. Look what happened in Australia. They literally loaded people up during COVID-19 and put them into concentration camps. Do you think that that would have happened here in America? No, it would not have because people would have shot somebody. Um, look, at, look at what China did. China, when COVID broke out in China, China like just locked everybody down and stopped reporting. There were no cameras, no news, no nothing from China for almost two years. China literally, as we speak, throws people into concentration camps, slavery, slave labor, etc. And the, the, the Chinese people have no means of defense to do anything about it. Look at Russia right now. Look at Russia, Putin invading Ukraine. The Russian citizens don't want anything to do it. They have no say over anything that happens to them. But here's the thing. And, and, and here is the, the reality of the situation. Okay. You can't use the actions of a few bad, evil people. And yes, it is a few. As I said earlier, there are 100 million registered gun owners. I want to say that there's 300 million registered firearms to those gun owners. Okay, so out of 100 million registered, and like I said, I think you can easily bump that up to 150 million. Look at the data. The data does not suggest that there is a there is a gun problem in America. The facts just do not show that. They don't. Well, but, 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 you know, we ignored the past eight weeks. There's been 193 shootings in Philadelphia, gang-related. Nobody wants to talk about that, so let's just do that little math here. So that's, <laughs> that's 24 people a weekend. 24 people a weekend are shot in Philadelphia. 19 people died in Chicago last, uh, or 19 people were shot in Chicago last weekend. These areas have some of the strictest gun laws in the country. The fact that remains true is that gun laws are not going to keep guns out of law-breaking criminals' hands. All it's going to do is keep guns out of law-abiding citizens' hands and their ability to be able to defend themselves. And here's the other harsh truth. 
Some would argue, well, then we just need to get rid of all guns. All guns across the board. No guns, period. Do what Australia did. That's not freedom. And then when you do that, you no longer can protect freedom. And here's the ugly part of freedom. Our founding fathers knew this. They talked about this. Freedom doesn't come without cost. Freedom doesn't come without bloodshed. Freedom doesn't, freedom isn't free. And yes, there are evil people that will take advantages of those freedoms. No one is arguing that, but you cannot ever sacrifice freedom. This is America. And, and, and that's my biggest argument. This is America. America is the freest, most prosperous, safest country in the world. The end. And it is that way because of our freedoms. And anyone that is under the, the, the craziest thing is people from other countries who lived under tyranny for two years could not leave. There are people that literally could not leave their home for two years in other countries. They have the balls to come over here to America where American uh, 25 states at least told uh, Biden and D.C. to shove it, man. And we're doing what we want to do. And come and make us, make us do it. 912 United, we literally had one of the top selling shirts in the world in 2021. And it was the make us shirt because we are Americans. And the only way that we have the ability to back up the checks that our mouths are writing is because we have the freedom to fight back against a tyrannical government. Joe Biden likes to believe that the Second Amendment is for hunting deer. That's what a lot of left-leaning politicians want you to believe, but that's not why the Second Amendment was created. The Second Amendment was created to fight back against a tyrannical government. So the people would never be defenseless to be ruled by tyrants. That is why the Second Amendment was created. The end. Now I want to move on to the saddest part of this whole, well, not the saddest part, but just another one. If you guys will go back and listen to the last episode, I said I can guarantee a few things. The New York Post is reporting this. Texas school shooter. Remember when I said I guarantee you there will have been mental health signs and that people will have known about them. I said that on Wednesday. How many times is the same thing have to be happening? Okay, New York Post is reporting that the Texas school shooter, Salvador Ramos, once cut up his face with knives just for fun, his friends say. The gunman who slaughtered 19 kids and two children at a Texas elementary school reportedly exhibited increasingly bizarre behavior leading up to the rampage, including cutting up his face with knives just for fun. Um... Gunman Salvador Ramos, friend Santos Valdez Jr., 18, said the two had been close playing video games and basketball regularly until his friend's behavior began to deteriorate. At one point, he recounted Ramos showed up at a park with scratch marks across his face and said he had been attacked by a cat. Then he told the truth that he cut up his face with knives over and over. I was like, you're crazy, bro. Why would you do that? He said, Ramos told him it was just for fun. At school, he told classmates he cut himself because I like how it looks. 
Valdez said he last interacted with Ramos just two hours before he attacked the elementary school. So here's the thing that I've been saying. This kind of goes back to the Parkland shooting. The Parkland shooting, all of the kids knew that he was going to do it. And all of the kids knew that he was capable of doing it. What you'll find out later that I'm not going to talk about it yet because the videos have just circulated. Okay. I haven't done enough research into it. I'm trying to find the full six to eight minute video, but there is a two minute video going out right now that is actually very alarming. There is a two minute video going viral right now that, if true, it's very, very, very alarming. It is showing that police, and again, I'm saying allegedly right now because I have not verified it. So this is just what I'm reporting. But it looks as though the police held parents back while the shooter was still shooting in the school. That's what it looks like. Um, and I'm also hearing reports that they were waiting on SWAT and they were waiting on a key to get into the classroom where the shooter had barricaded himself. Um, I don't know if those are true yet. Like I said, that's still kind of a breaking thing and I'm looking into it. And until I look into it, I'm not going to comment any further on that because I've got, that is something that if true is so horrible that it, it must be verified first. But here's what I know. How many times are we going to ignore the mental health issue we have in our country and try to cover it up by blaming the guns. Health experts say 99.9% of all mass shootings were created and uh, were, were carried out by people that had experienced or were dealing with mental health issues, episodes, disturbances, etc., etc., and they were known by friends, law enforcement, and or doctors and physicians that something was wrong with them. And yet they slipped through the cracks again and again and again. We have to protect our children. We have to. Someone did math the other day online and they showed the 40 billion that we sent to Ukraine. And if we were to reinforce our schools and put so many uh, school resource officers on campus more and more and more that it would have cost right at around $40 billion. We have to do something to protect our children. Again, I say homeschool your kids if you can. The world, the world has changed. Okay, you really want to know what's happening. Okay, these guns have been around for forever. All right, we've all had them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you want to claim that mass shootings are rising, okay, you want to claim that argument, then you have to ask, why are they rising? You can't use white supremacist thing here. The shooting in Buffalo claimed that uh, he wasn't a conservative. What's the difference? The difference is we have a soul issue in this country. We have a heart issue in this country. We have a mental health issue in this country, and we refuse to address the actual disease and all we're doing is focusing on the symptoms of the disease. Mental health, loss of true truth, not your truth or my truth, but the truth. Loss of moral compass, loss of God in our country, in our schools, in our churches, everywhere. We have a moral dilemma in our country. And the Democrats are going to use every aspect they can to capitalize on it to get absolute and maximum control. You cannot fall for this. You must 
stand firm. Even in the wake of tragedy, you must remain strong and stand firm for the freedoms that we are entitled to, given to us by God as Americans. We must stand firm even in times of great hardships. God bless you guys. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. We're going to have a special episode coming up this weekend as well. That's all we have for this episode. Make sure to share, make sure to comment, leave us five stars. And thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you all again next time.